up, y'all, and welcome to the Jack Vita Show. I'm your host, Jack Vita, here on February 18th, 2020. It's a Tuesday morning, and we have a bonus episode today. No sports, but I do have a very special guest who's going to join me in a little bit. If you're looking for sports content, I recorded a college basketball podcast with former Northwestern women's basketball star Maggie Lyon. We recorded that last week, and I will also be podcasting later this week on college basketball and the latest in terms of spring training and the Houston Astros, everything that's going on in the world of baseball. So be on the lookout for that. In the meantime, though, I have a bonus episode today. I have a very special guest who's going to join me on season seven of Survivor, Survivor Pearl Islands. There was a man by the name of Johnny Fairplay, and Johnny Fairplay set the world on fire when he and his friend created a lie at the loved one visit that his grandmother had died. Everybody was fooled by it to the point that CBS called up Johnny's home to check in and see how the family was doing only to find out that his grandmother was actually fine. In fact, she answered the phone. We will get into one of the biggest moments in reality TV, how it came to be and everything of that nature. Also, we'll talk about what it's like to be a reality TV villain. Who is the real Johnny Fairplay? And what I'm most excited to talk about with him today Johnny's life has changed a lot over the last few years. He actually became a Christian and got baptized very recently. We will talk about his spiritual journey and the transformation that has taken place in his life. At this moment, I would like to welcome in the man of the hour. He's a two-time Survivor player. He's a Survivor Hall of Famer and an all-time reality TV bad boy, Johnny Fairplay. How are you doing, Johnny? Oh, wow. Thanks for the accolades. I, I, I think they all check off uh, correctly. <laughs> what Does anything sound wrong? Uh, well, I, I don't count my second season of Survivor, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to hear about what went down there because I've heard all kinds of rumors over the years. We'll get to that a little later. But let's talk about this dead grandma lie, which really is still one of the biggest moments in Survivor history. I got to say, by the way, hey, congrats on being in the Survivor at 40 special. I got a minute and seven seconds, which is actually more than anyone else in the special. Oh. Um, I I guess that makes me special. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was really uh, choppy how they did that. They went from you to Suri on the balance beam. Like, (laughs) what's going on there? Yeah. It was kind of strange. Like I, I was, I was a little nervous because the show started and they show, uh, you know, you know, they're like twenty years ago, and then they they show a TV guide cover, which I was actually on that cover, and they chopped me off. Really? And and I was like, oh no. I'm like, I'm on the bad list. <laughs> like, this is going to be the longest hour of my life, and I'm not going to like it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, fast forward, you know, 30 seconds, and then they're like, and then the most notorious villain in the history of the game. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll take those accolades. Because, so, you know, I, I, I know where I rate myself. And uh, so to see where they rate me feels, you know, 
validating. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for the record, I think Russell Hans is a bigger bad guy than me. So, but I think I also believe he's a real life sociopath. <laughs> so, you know, I I feel I'm a better person at playing the character of a villain, whereas, as I said, he is a real life sociopath. <laughs> yeah, I know you've had plenty of interactions with him over the years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and we're. Uh, I guess I could use the word friends. Uh, we're, we're, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not scared of him. So, uh, but you know, I, I, I keep him at arm's length because I'm, you know, I'm also one of the smartest survivors ever. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Rob C. Uh, well, he's, uh, but by by definition, the smartest player to never win. I'm curious if he's still the smartest player to never win uh, with with the in the fact that Stephen Fishback is on this planet. So, I don't oh, know. I'm, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, you're going to have to hash that out with him. I'm sure you'll be going on rap this season. Uh, yeah, I'll be on. I, I actually know when I'm going to be on, but I, it's, it's kind of a secret. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about your big dead grandma lie. I got, yeah. I was texting people, people were asking me, telling me questions they wanted me to ask you, and I got so many questions about that. How did yeah. it all come to be? Where did this idea come from? I had never seen Survivor before I was cast. Never, like, I, I well, I'll take that back. I probably watched 15 seconds of the first finale, and I said, these people are stupid, and then I turned <laughs> the channel. So, uh, that was it. So, so then once I was cast, I was like, well, you know, I am smart. Let me, let me learn the game. That's the, I think the smartest thing you could do if you're, if you're one of 16 people playing a game for a million dollars, you know, just take every advantage possible you have going into it. And I think, you know, step one, learn the game. So I'm watching, I'm watching the first season and, you know, you have idiots like, you know, they're, they're voting alphabetical order. And it's like, okay, this is worthless. So I've never seen all of season one. So wow. there's, it's, there's no reason for me to. <laughs> so, or there wasn't at the time. And then to go back, it's so slow watching it nowadays. I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. So fast forward to season two, you know, the alliance is established thanks to Richard Hatch. And, uh, and actually, General Lewis will, will take credit for it. But, you know, that's a fight between those two, not me. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, so season two, I'm actually learning the game. Still, you know, relatively slow pace because, like, there, there's an alliance, like, right out of the gate. And, 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 they, and that's pretty much it. That, that's the season in a nutshell. So fast forward to season three, and you have... Uh, Lex Vandenberg, who who uh, was the beginnings of of how to pattern the game of Johnny Fairplay. So I'm watching that. Uh, next, fast forward to I, I always confuse. I, I can't remember what was next either. Thailand or Marquesas. Marquesas. Okay, so so Marquesas. You have Boston Rob. Casting's calling me the entire time. That that. Uh, that I'm watching these and they're like, have you got to, have you got to Boston Rob yet? Have you got to Boston Rob yet? Have you got to Boston Rob yet? So I finally get to Boston Rob and they're like, that's what we want from you. And I was just like, well, that dude didn't even make the jury. He sucks. <laughs> 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 I was, but I got it. 
I mean, like, you know, so in, a, in addition to like, like, uh, you know, they didn't have CBS all access back then. So I'm watching, uh, I, I had gone on eBay and I ordered every episode on VHS and wow. the guy that recorded it had every early show interview in which the people explained why they felt they were voted out and stuff. Well, also during Marquesas, Boston Rob had his own commercial, you know, it's just like, and just when they think they, they, every, they've seen everything, there's Boston Rob. I mean, like, I'm just like, oh my God. So I'm sitting there watching and I'm like, I want a Johnny Fairplay commercial. That's what I want. So I'm just like, I get what, what they're looking for, but I know what I'm looking for. I want my own commercial and I got it. So <laughs> you know, I got, I got the little Johnny doesn't play fair. Uh, but my, a whole commercial just for me with my name on the screen and everything, just like Boston Rob. So I was happy. <laughs> so anyway, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching all these seasons in, in preparation. So every time they would get to the loved ones challenge, I would cry. Just why, you know, I, I thought it was very emotional. I got it. I understood it. And I'm just like, well, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, there's this black hole in my chest where most people have a heart and I'm just like, if, if, if this can affect me, you know, someone that doesn't have a heart, <laughs> just imagine how this affects other people. So I'm like, well, I have to be able to use this. So fast forward to survivor Amazon, which is the season right before mine. And they have the food auction in which everyone loses on purpose or at, uh, at the end to allow Jenna Maraska to get a letter from home because her mother was dying. So I'm like, okay, well, what's more sympathetic than a dying mom, a dead grandmother. So that's, I just came, I, I just, just using what I learned over the course of three weeks of binge watching all these episodes of survivor. It's just, you know, using what I, I knew would uh, that I could. So you had your best bud thunder D come out and he, says i'm painting the picture for those who might not remember this scene he comes out and you say it seems like he forgot what he was supposed to tell you at first and then you said how's grandma no no not true okay so i was rowdy roddy piper the wrestler i was his personal assistant before survivor okay yeah so thunder d comes around the corner does the rick flair strut horribly mind you (laughs) and uh and then comes up to me and hugs me and whispers to me roddy piper got fired from smackdown oh and my reply was this is all being whispered i don't give an f tell me my grandma died So, so no, he he was still planning on doing. The, I mean, you know, there was a little reluctancy and a little worry because of the other people. But he's a scumbag like I was, so I, I wasn't overly worried. But no, he like he was he was just excited to tell me Roddy Piper got fired. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's the awkwardness that you see there. Yeah, we laugh a lot. My family, we've watched the clip so many times over the years. We love the sure. delivery of. She died, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. No, nothing sells a death more than the word dude to follow it. <laughs> Thanks. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, what didn't we see from that moment? Because I, I would think that that lasted longer than we saw on the TV. Yeah, 
that went about five minutes. So you see like that happens. They go to commercial. I mean, like, they, you know, they don't tell us on the island. We're going to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Reset. So, no, what you don't see is he says that. And, you know, when I do the, I can only hope to get more information to see what happens. And then I pretty much throw a fit. Uh, I, I think Sandra says something like, and, and, and so some, some, I, I'm pretty sure it was Sandra. So, and, and people give Sandra credit for seeing through the lie. That's not true. She didn't, she just didn't care. <laughs> So it wasn't that she's, you know, she's like, oh, I, I think he made this up to gain some of No, she was like, I don't care if his grandma's dead or not. I want to, I want to see my husband. And that was it. So it, so no, she did not crack the Da Vinci code of reality TV. She had no <laughs> clue either. She just didn't, she has no, you know, she's, she's it's not nice. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, say, kudos to Sandra. When she goes out there to play Survivor, she goes out there to play Survivor. She doesn't go out there to make friends. She doesn't go. She she wants a million dollars and possibly see her husband. That's it. Yeah. So uh, so so I I go off on a big tangent. I'm just like, look, you know, my my grandmother raised me. You know, I I you know, like like I don't even know, like you know, is there still time for me to get out, uh, to to go to the funeral? Blah blah blah. So they're, they're rate, you, you see people scattering because at any given time on a challenge like that, there's, there's a couple hundred people I mean, like hidden, like, you know, all around. And yeah. so you see people scrambling and they're on satellite phone trying to see if they can get me out for the funeral still. And my, and of course my grandmother answers the phone. <laughs> yeah. So you had CBS fooled. Yeah. So, so but that's the main thing you miss. Just, just me, like you know, just like I really, really need this information to know what happened. Like I think this is ridiculous. Like you know, why can't my friend? You know, like I, I don't want them. To, like I'm just like uh, you know, because it's a fine line. You know, I don't want them to go to say, well, Dan, just go ahead and tell him. You know, what happened with his grandmother? Blah blah blah. Because then I don't win. <laughs> right. Like, you know, the whole the whole thing is. I want to win. I want to create that moment, and I want the others to suffer, and all those things happen. So, but I, but I, I, I had to walk that that balance beam of, you know, I need to stress the importance to everyone. I don't need production to fold, and I need to create that moment. So, when you talk to Thunder D, how did you pitch this to him? Oh, I just, I, I just told him. You know, of all the all my scumbag friends, he's the biggest scumbag I know. So, yeah, and he was the only friend I had that actually watched Survivor. So, oh. like most of my friends, like hated it or didn't watch. Interesting. If you hadn't come up with that idea, would he still have been your loved one? Um. Yeah. Probably. I think it was the first time that someone had their friend on the show. I think that shows also if he was going to be out there regardless how close you guys were well i mean people asked uh starting you know day two who's your loved one and i'm like mine's my grandmother but cbs made me a list of backup and <laughs> so starting night two at night they were praying for my grandmother <laughs> man so, so when my buddy when my buddy came around the corner most of them didn't even have to didn't even need the prodding oh. they knew something happened to my grandmother yeah, oh. I, 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 yeah, that had been set, that had been established day two. 
Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and the best is like, you know, so once 30 comes, you know, we have the 24 hours and the next day, you know, like, like, you know, somebody's like, you know, what are you going to tell these people? I'm just like, I don't, I like, I don't feel like figuring out a story. I don't feel like sticking to the story. I don't feel like worrying about any details. So once people can, they're just, I'm just like, I got the answers I needed. I don't want to talk about it. And that was it. Smart. Yeah. So you were able to leverage that in the game. Uh, how much do you think it helped you? Cause you came very close to winning. I mean, I, I would have won. Yeah. Uh, I, I took the most, the two most worthless players in the history of survivors <laughs> to the end. So one of them's name is Lil and the other one's name, soccer, uh, Sandra DS wine. <laughs> Why didn't uh, Lil pick you? Um, because Lil, Lil didn't think she could beat either one of us. So she would rather give the money to another mother than someone that she perceived would blow it on drugs, women, and alcohol. That makes sense. I had heard yeah. that rumor over the years. I wanted to get your yeah, perspective on that. She, she she got she got to play Survivor God, which, you know, I think is a slap in the face to the people that, you know, play Survivor. It's not, you know, like if you think you have a better chance of beating me, then bring it. But she 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 didn't. So as I said, she she didn't earn her way to the end. I took her to the end. Sandra Diaz Twine did not earn her way to the end. I took her to the end. Yeah. So it's not me being, you know, braggadocious. Those two didn't make decisions that got them to the end. I made the decisions to take. No one took me as a goat. I drug two goats to the end for slaughter. (laughs) (laughs) How close was that final challenge that Lil ended up beating you in? It, well, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, like, you know, I went almost two hours, but, it, like, she she goes to yoga, you know? I did yeah. Like, you know, I, like, you know, I was a fan of Yoda. <laughs> that was as close as I got. So, no, like, and that's, you know, I, I run. I, I've, I have another half. I've run multiple half marathons. I have another one coming up. You know, I, I, I just signed up for another one in April. So, you know, you want to run? I'll probably beat you. You know, if you want wrestling trivia, I'll probably beat you. If you <laughs> want to play tennis, you know, I'll do okay. So I'll be either one of them. So, you know, there, there's plenty of things that, that I excel at. So, but yoga is, is, that was not in my wheelhouse. Guess what? Guess who, guess who's done yoga since then? Guess who, if you want to bring that same challenge back, I, I would imagine I beat, a little this time so but you know that wasn't i can i can only do what i can do so. yeah and i I, th- I think if they had a, if they had to do over again they would have chosen a different uh different final challenge i think i think they knew they i mean they wanted me to win so like if they if they knew lil new yoga they would not have done that challenge so trust me they <laughs> there, there's nothing that they wanted less than those two final two something i'm curious of is had you actually won because you were so close how might this season have been edited differently 
Uh, I think the edit was there. I mean, the, 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 the issue is no one in the history of reality television that was a bad guy had ever wanted to be a bad guy or embrace that role. Even Richard Hatch yeah. you know, didn't see himself as, as, as a bad guy. So when I went in day one, I'm like, I'm the bad guy. You know, they're just like, what, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Were you wanting to be despised? Yeah, I wanted to be the biggest bad guy in the history of reality television. Like that was my, my heroes are Rowdy Roddy Piper and Rick Flair, Andy Kaufman. Those are my heroes. Yeah. Uh, you know, when, you know, I, I rooted for the Joker before it was cool to root for the Joker. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we, I lived in a world in which everyone everyone liked Batman. Yeah. What was the feedback? How did it change your life in the sense of the reactions of people seeing this moment? Because I know a lot of people were very unhappy about that. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it, it's crazy because, like, you know, you, you look at season 39 and you had the, 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 whole, uh, the whole issue with, you know, with the potential Me Too thing with Dan yeah. Pilo. And then you have, you know, the girl, uh, Missy and Elizabeth, uh, who were accused of weaponizing Me Too against him and, you know, using it to vote out another female, and all that, you know, and, and, you know, they were, they were attacked on social media and, and, you know, and, and I, I've, I've spoken with some of them and, 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 and some of the others of the cast of 39. And it was a, it was a pretty crappy set of circumstances. Like, you know, it was almost the gift of the Magi. They, they wanted this. You know, they had this dream of playing Survivor and then turned into a nightmare. So, so I understand how difficult it was in their lives. However, 2003, Johnny Fairplay does the biggest lie in the history of reality television. It's the biggest bad guy in the history of reality television. The New York Post, the day Saddam Hussein was captured, front page of the New York Post is, uh, an art, uh, uh, the title is The Most Hated Man in America, a picture of me. <laughs> Saddam Hussein is on page two. <laughs> okay? Uh, I, 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 cha- I had to change my number twice. I received death threats every day. They said over 20 people sent feces to CBS, attention to me. I've been knocked unconscious in public by complete strangers, wow. I believe, four times. Oh, my so people gosh. People walked up punched me as hard as they could in the face to knock me unconscious four times. Wow. So, so I'm sorry that, you know, someone says something mean on Twitter and that it, you know, it, it hurts your feelings to press the block button. <laughs> so were you, so, you know, you know, what hurts me emergency room bills. They hurt me. <laughs> were you prepared for all of that? Cause were you expecting it? Was it worse than you thought it would be? Uh, no, I mean, like I, I invited all, all that into my life and I, and I wouldn't change any of it once again, but you know, Roddy Piper was stabbed three times. Uh, he was shot. I mean, you know, that, that it, it goes with the territory. So, you know, reality TV is real, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've done 70 television shows since my first survivor. So when I was a little kid, People ask me, they're like, what do, you want to, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my answer was famous. <laughs> and it worked out. Yeah, I knew it would. You mentioned this a little bit. You wanted to create this character of Johnny Fairplay. How did you come sure. up with the name? What was your vision for this character? And how different is that Johnny Fairplay that was on TV from 
your given name, John Dalton, and <laughs> now you have are Johnny Fairplay. How, how, what's the yeah. big difference there? Um, there used to be a huge difference. I, I, I feel it's kind of morphed into they're, they're, they're the same person now. So, I mean, like, I look back at Johnny Fairplay, 2003 Survivor Pro Islands, you know, my, my first show, I see this character on television like at the time perceived as a, you know, I, I think the two, two biggest words you use to describe him would be liar and villain. But I think with a 2020 lens, I think the two words you would use to describe that same character are innovator and legend. Yeah. So, you know, like I, I didn't, this wasn't real life. I was playing a game for a million dollars. So my, my grandmother didn't die because I said she died. My grandmother still drives around Danville, Virginia in, in a Ford hybrid with a license plate that says dead G ma. <laughs> He's okay. So I'm sorry. Like, you know, like I, I have, I have, there's a ton of religious people that have attacked me over the years saying that, you know, I should go to hell and I'm, and I'm a horrible person for, for saying my grandma died. And, I, and I'm just like, you know what? You're kind of a horrible person because if you believe in God, you wouldn't believe the hocus pocus cult stuff that you're telling me because you're saying if I say my grandma dies, she's going to die. Like you're boo. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> check out a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because, you know, talk to your pastor on Sunday. I'm pretty sure he'll tell you that's not how it works. So, And if you believe that, then you're believing something that's not in what you claim to believe on Sunday mornings. <laughs> Definitely. You know, uh, it, it's frustrating. I mean, as I said, like, you know, I, when, when, when I watch pro wrestling, you know, like, like uh God, there's not even good guys and bad guys anymore. I, I guess on, on AEW wrestling, there's a guy, Chris Jericho. He's a bad guy. He's a scumbag. I love him. In real life, I don't think that he goes around kicking kittens. <laughs> so, but, but it's like, in real life, I'm like, he's off the clock. Leave him alone. You know? Ask for an autograph and then give him 20 bucks. Uh, yeah. That's what I prefer when people see me. <laughs> Buy a t-shirt. <laughs> Buy a t-shirt, johnnyfairplay.com. You get a phone call like this with every purchase. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll make sure you get a chance to plug everything that you're doing once we get towards the end of this show. Yeah, I was just curious I because... Work, I, I work a man. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, one of the things that I just think is so interesting is because I remember just people were so frustrated and mad, and you talk about that when that moment happened, I think I heard people were throwing bricks through their TVs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. People broke their televisions over, over 10 cases that I'm aware of on that. Oh my gosh. How'd you find out about that? Um, people contact CBS. They were telling me, you know, people would contact other people. I mean, you know, sure, I, I would imagine a, a percentage of that is rumor and innuendo and folklore and, and urban myth and all that. But, you know, I don't know. I've, I've heard what I've heard, and, and that's it. That's it. I, I get it. So, I mean, you know, my, my whole goal was to pull at the heartstrings of not only the people that I'm, I'm the remaining castaways that I'm playing the game with, 
but but you the viewer like you were you you the viewer were my patsy so you know, like like as much fun as i had you know making sandra diaz twine's life miserable <laughs> i wanted to make her life miserable too as a viewer like like you know you had your hero rupert who we really didn't like the only person that told you that we liked rupert was rupert and me <laughs> and the only person that told you that they hated me was me. I wasn't despised out there. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a pretty good storyteller. I was their entertainment. So, so, but you know, but if, if I'm the narrator and I'm telling you that they hate me, you, the viewer sit back and go, they hate him. Exactly. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense because you can tell if you're watching that season closely that everyone likes you. Everyone wants to keep you around. People, there's a reason you finish in the top three. And then when I hear about, I've heard over the years that there are all these survivor people from other seasons who all love you and want to hang out with you. And that's where I think people who haven't totally been informed, it, it, it just doesn't all add up. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. I mean, as I said, I, I, I told the story I wanted to tell. So, you know, as I said, my, my heroes are bad guys. I wanted to be a bad guy. I got to be a bad guy. So why the name Johnny Fairplay? Where'd that come from? Oh, uh, a drug deal in Greensboro, North Carolina. (laughs) 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 I I bought some weed and, uh, I, I, I shared some with a friend and, uh, I didn't want to cut one of the nuggets. So I gave him more than he, he should have gotten for the amount that he paid. And he said, that's fair play, Johnny Fairplay. Oh, wow. That Who was knew? <laughs> so then, uh, so then I saw a sign uh, for, do you want to be a pro wrestler or manager or referee? You come to this wrestling school, you can pay $2,000, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so I showed up and I was just like, yeah, I want to be a bad guy manager. And they're like, uh, okay, well, the school's two thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just going to be a bad guy manager. They're, they're like, okay, well, what, what's your name? I'm like, uh, Johnny Fairplay. And they're like, what's your gimmick? I'm like, I don't play fair. They're like, that's pretty good. <laughs> so uh, at the time, the Hardy Boys, uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy. They, this was this was in the Carolina Indies, and uh, so they were about to go to WWF at the time. And uh, uh, so there was a tag team, Rising Sun. It was two guys with masks, and, and actually kind of changed from town to town based on the two guys that were there. So I became the manager of Rising Sun to uh, the tag team champions, so that uh, I would cheat. At, you know, I come out there. I go, my name is Johnny Fairplay. I, be, I believe in good, clean sportsmanship, no cheating, calling, you know, no chicanery right down the middle. And then at the end of the match, I would cheat to make sure that the Rising Sun win so that the Hardys couldn't take the belts to WBF. And, uh, and people got so mad. They're just like, you said your name was Fairplay. And I'm like, <laughs> holy moly. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> so... Anyway, so I, I did the I did the wrestling manager thing for a while, and and then I moved to Portland, Oregon, and and I ran my own wrestling promotion. I was the the the, the heel color commentator, you know, and 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 really honed in on the character Johnny Fairplay there. 
And then I moved to Los Angeles and then I got asked to do Survivor. And, and so I just went in as Johnny Fairplay, you know? So I'm like, I, I thought, you know, watching the show, I'm just like, this is, I think Johnny Fairplay could be, could be fun te- television or at least fun for me and my friends. <laughs> well, we thought many of us thought it was great. There's a reason they brought you back. Were you upset <laughs> that they didn't ask you on to all stars? Uh, yes and no. Um, I, I don't know if I was physically ready to go right back. However, mentally, I, uh, I, I, I think it would have been pretty amazing because it, like, you know, I, I felt like Rob C and, and, and I could, I could be totally wrong. I have no clue, but I, I felt watching it that Rob C seemed a little starstruck with, 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 with some of the, you know, the, the, the bigger characters out there. And, and you see it, you know, on, on, on season 40 now, you know, with Boston Rob and, and, and Ben, you know, Ben, Ben's a, grown grown man you know and then he's just like oh oh gee shucks you know <laughs> boston rob asked me something and i and i gotta tell him and so i get all that but um for me my arrogance knows no bounds and so like if i had showed up with you know the the heavy hitters and the greatest players in the history of survivor you know i would have felt like hey you guys bow down to me. Like, I don't like, you know, <laughs> I, I've seen what you can do and I think I'm better. So, so yeah, so I don't know. I, uh, it, it would have been interesting, but the reason I was told was, um, uh, because they were filming while my, my season was still airing and they hadn't even gotten to the dead grandmother yet. Oh, and, and so, um, they were they were still worried how how I would be received as a character. They had no as I said it, it was it was foreign territory. No one had ever purposely been a bad guy. Yeah. So so yeah. So they were kind of they were just like you know if if this thing turns into a nightmare for us you know like you know because when I got rid of Rupert um, the world collectively said. I'm not watching Survivor anymore. You know, I, I like I, I, I hate Johnny Fairplay. I'm done. And the next week I do the grandma lie and we're the number one show in the world. But but I thought that they weren't gonna watch anymore. Why why were they watching? <laughs> so, but they were watching because they wanted to see me lose. And I'm sitting there as 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 you know, the person that did all this, I'm like, Well keep watching because I'm on every episode, I promise. It's why the Patriots are great for the NFL, in my opinion. There you go. There you go. So, yeah. it's, okay, it's okay to sit one out every now and then, I assure you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's, uh, you know, that, that it, 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 uh, so I, I think, I think they, they made a bad call not asking me, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think there was there was worry, and I think there was cause for worry. So I get it. But at the same time, physically, I was not ready to go do back to back seasons because I saw Rupert right after he got gotten back from his second one, and he looked. I mean, like I was like Rupert, you look bad. He goes, I feel bad. He goes, so I mean, he was. He was I just, feel bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, stupid Rupert. <laughs> 
but uh, no, he looked like a shrunken man. It was, it was, it was, it was, he was very odd looking when he, when he returned from his second, his back-to-back season. So, you know, so do I, do I wish I had been asked and then, you know, we could have decided what the, what the right move would have been. Sure. But you know, everything happens for a reason. I don't, I'm, I'm not one that sits there and, and cries. So it is what it is. What happened with Survivor Micronesia? You were on one episode. People forget you were on that season. I think if you were able to stick around, you would have gone very deep because I think fans versus favorites in general is just very stacked in favor of the favorites. Yeah. Uh, No. uh, If I had stayed, first boot would have been Parvati. And I think, uh, you know, many, I I don't think Parvati would ever go back again if I had sent her home first boot. Yeah. So there's that. So, no, eight days before I left, I was on stage at the Fox Reality Awards. Bonaduce threw me over his head, face first, knocked out my front four teeth, and shattered my jaw. So I had four root canals over the course <laughs> of two days. I had seven hours of surgery the first night, and then eight hours of surgery the next day. And my wall, my jaw was wired. And uh, I was in a ton of pain, not to mention trauma. And, you know, it's like I'd never broken a bone or anything. So, uh, so they're asking me, you know, can you still do this? And I'm just like, you know, I'm not going to let this guy ruin, you know, what I've waited so long for. And, you know, and plus they weren't bringing back people often. So, you know, I thought this was my one and only chance. So I get out there. And they're just like, you know, you know, you can't have any pain meds. I'm like, I understand. And, and that, that's a huge misconception that people have about me. They're, they're just, you know, they're just like, you know, Johnny wanted his pills. Well, Johnny's not a like Johnny enjoyed many vices when, when, when Johnny was, a, it was a bad person. <laughs> pills was never one of them. I mean, like I, I have many, many celebrity friends that offered me pills on a nightly basis and I didn't take them. So, you know, so if I'm refusing pills from some of the biggest celebrities you've ever seen in your entire life, ever, like, if I'm telling them no, then, you know, like, why, why am I trying to get pilled out on an island? So, so you know, strike that one from, from the record. So, uh, but, you know, but I did, I was in pain, and, you know, and I needed pills at the time, and I, I took them, and they're just like, you know, what are you going to do when I'm just like, I'm just going to play. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to not take pills until we start. I'm like, that's just stupid. I'm, 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 you know, I, I had four root canals, 15 hours of surgery over two days. This all began eight days ago. And, you know, and my jaw is shattered, you know, like, like shat, literally shattered. And so the game started and I'm just like, okay, you know, here we go. And they gave me two mouth guards that I could wear during challenge. I had a white mouth guard and a bright pink mouth guard. And they, they said I could use them during challenges. And then the game started. Jeff said, there's two idols over there on the beach. And we go. And everyone's, you know, looking around like mad. I'm just like, it's always obvious. And so I see the, the, the two boats. And I go and I grab the idol. And Jeff goes, no, that's the fan's boat. Yours is on the favorites boat, which the idols were identical. I call BS. They should just give me credit, and, not, and, and I, 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 I would have stayed out there, and I probably would have won. But having having to go to the other boat, 
Yao man saw me going for it, runs up behind me, shoves, shoves my face into the side of the boat, and that's it. That, that was game over right there, that, that moment. So you were in too much pain to continue? Yeah, I was dying. Why didn't they, do you have any, did they ever tell you why they didn't communicate that on the show? That was my choice, not theirs. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no. So I, I, I went for I went to do a confessional. I was just like, look, I'm dying. And they were like, you know, well, you're not good in pills. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just letting you know that I could not be in any more pain, and this is horrific. And so, so uh, uh, production actually laughed at me and said, they're, they're like, what are you going to say? Bonaduce knocked your teeth out and that's why you're quitting. And I'm just like, no, I'm like, I'm just going to say I'm, I'm quitting for love. You know, my, my girlfriend's pregnant at the time. And I just say, I want to go, you know, I, I, I wanted to, and they're like, who's going to believe that? I'm like the same idiots that believe the dead grandmother lie. <laughs> um, if I say it, people believe it. Sorry. And unfortunately, you haven't been on the show since. My, yeah. Tell me what you think of this. Shoot. It always seemed like Jeff and you got, you and Jeff had some sort, Jeff didn't like you. And sure. he used the whole, ever since then, he said, oh, fair play, quit, even though they voted you out. And I think he's been sure. able to use that as the whole reason to not have you back. Okay. Is that, is that your theory? Yeah. Okay. I was called for Heroes Villains. What happened? They put Russell on instead? No. Um, the cast that I was on included Richard Hatch. And hmm. Richard couldn't get his passport. And so the cast that did not include Richard Hatch also did not include me. Uh, they have like you know they have they have like boards on the wall with you know with with people's you know they're just like if we have these ten people here here's their ten counterparts and so whatever counterparts they you know whichever one that had me and Hatch the one that didn't have Hatch didn't have me so that's that's the story I was told uh, you know whether that's true or not whether. Jeff fought behind the scenes for me not to be there. I don't know. I mean, Jeff had every reason not to like me. You know, I, we, we, we got into, I got into a fight with his brother at, at the Vanuatu finale. You know, like I was, I was a drunken mess at, at plenty of survivor functions. So I understand all of it. Makes sense. All right, Johnny. I think that's pretty much all I have for you in terms of your survivor experience. Let's talk about your life after survivor. A lot of people might not know that your life has really changed over the last few years. You became a Christian. Uh, have you gotten baptized too? Yeah, I, I was baptized on uh, on uh, Easter um, three years ago. I mean, you know, like I I, I, I share the big holidays at JC, and so <laughs> <laughs> I figured it was only appropriate. <laughs> so, how did you? get saved how did the gospel click with you and what really what was your life like before and how did you how did it finally click for you um i mean in in the aftermath of survivor i mean i i was living in los angeles and i uh i was i was wild i mean you know i i was at the hottest clubs in in the world 
and I was hanging out with some of the biggest celebrities and, you know, uh, as you may or may not know or guess, most celebrities do drugs. So, you know, I was, I was doing plenty of, of, of drugs. I was drinking every night and every day. And, you know, I'd, I'd probably go to bed at 9 a.m., maybe 10 a.m., uh, typically not alone. And, you know, I'd wake up at, you know, probably 6 p.m. I was missing calls for, for other opportunities. I mean, like, you know, one, one of the things that, that, that haunts me, you know, because I'm usually one to, you know, you know, whatever happens, happens. So, but I got a call to do, they wanted me as a, as a voice for uh, Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars animated series. And I missed it because, you know, I did, I did drugs till 9 a.m. and woke up at 7 o'clock that night. Man. So, but, uh, but that was, that was, you know, I, I, once again, no regrets. You know, well, I, I regret the Star Wars thing, but, but, you know, my, my life in general at that time, no regrets. I mean, you know, I, I, I could have died, probably should have died, didn't die multiple times. And, and, you know, it, it was where it was. So that, that was the life of a celebrity, you know, in the early 2000s. So that's the life of that was life of the celebrity in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. I mean, they, you know, that's how that's how that game is, is, you know, can be played. So you know, fast forward to uh, two thousand eight, I guess. I uh, I was I was tired of of the scene. You know, I kind of saw a a, a fakeness. And, and, and transparency to, you know, to a lot of the celebrity friends and trust fund kid friends and all that that I had, and, you know, I, I just grew tired of it and, and, and knew there had to be a little more to life. So, so I moved back home to Danville, Virginia, you know, just to kind of reassess. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I was, I, I was doing, I was doing appearances still, you know, most weekends and, and, you know, and, and having fun and partying and all that. But, you know, I, uh, the mid, you know, most of the, the weekdays were, you know, kind of based in normalcy. And it wasn't until, um, I don't know, I guess, I guess at this point, like four, four years ago now, you know, I decided, I'm just like, Hey, you know, uh, <laughs> despite and in spite of what most people think about Johnny Fairplay, I like the guy. And, uh, and, and I think that that guy could and can do some pretty awesome things. And I think other people uh, could benefit from, from the opportunities that, that I have before me. So uh, I decided to make the best Johnny Fairplay that I could. So uh, my, my next door neighbor at the time was a pastor at a, at a church in Danville, Virginia, a First Baptist Church. Young guy, just just 30 years old. And uh, so he's like, he's like, hey, I'm a pastor at this church. Come by. And so I went. And uh, I can tell you then and I can tell you now they're, they're, they're both pretty comparable you know, when, when I can leave church every Sunday and, and I, I can't tell you the verses that, that were, that were read, you know, I can't tell you 100% the, the lesson that was taught, but I can tell you that 
when I leave church, I, I want to go do something good that week. And, hmm. and that, that, that's it for me. So, you know, so, you know, so we have on, on the physical side, I was running three to 10 miles a day, physically trying to make myself better. And then on the spiritual side, I'm going to church every, every, uh, every Sunday, going to Bible study on, on Monday nights, and, and then going to uh, uh, the, 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 the weekly dinners on, on Wednesdays. And so, you know, there's, you can't help, <laughs> but I mean, I guess you could, you could go to a crappy church. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure there, if, if all churches were awesome, there would only be four. Right. So yeah. you know, <laughs> there's, there's obviously bad churches, but yeah. I, I chose one that worked for me and, and was, and, and, and was providing what my life needed at the time. So, you know, furthering that, I'm just like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm becoming spiritually better. I'm becoming physically better, you know, mentally, you know, it's probably easier to run 10 miles and not smoke cigarettes. So let's stop smoking cigarettes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's also probably easier to run in the morning without a hangover. So let's stop drinking. I would, I would uh, hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, immensely, you know, so, uh, so anyway, so I just decided to stop doing those things, not because I didn't see it. Like at, at that point, I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't see there being any problem in the past. Sure. But uh, at that point in my life, there, there, you know, it wasn't, you know, this is horrific. I've got to, I've got to change things fast, or I'm going to die tomorrow. I, I, I was, I was living a pretty honest, good life. I just wanted to live the best life possible, and I, and I felt that I needed to, to experiment and and with with everything that that made up who I am, and 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 bringing God and Jesus into my life, I, I felt just made me a stronger, better person. That's awesome. So it provided a lot of uh, peace and joy and helped you break free from bad habits. I think so. So, and as I said, like, you know, my, my, my main thing, like, you know, I go to church because, you know, I, 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 I feel it provides a strong foundation for not only, only myself, but, but my, my, my daughters and, and my girlfriend, you know, to like, as I said, when I leave, I feel like I should do something good that week. And if I don't go to church, I don't, I don't feel like that. So, I mean, like it might, it, it might hit me to go do something good, but I can tell you when I do go to church, which is pretty much every Sunday, I do say, Let me, what, what, what good can I do this week? Mm. Question I had for you and some of the listeners were wondering, is there, do you have a favorite Bible verse or piece of scripture that is connected with you in this time? I mean, when I was a little kid, I always loved John three sixteen, and 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 you know, I, I just that that that's my go to, and 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 you know, and I I think it's one of the most popular verses for a reason, and and I I think it you know kind of tells the story of, of of what Jesus, you know, is and and has done for all of us. So so that's for me personally. That I mean, that's that's just I I like the the church that I went that that my that my next door neighbor was a pastor of. I remember being nine years old, going to a puppet show at Vacation Bible School there, you know, and, and so, so to, to hearken memories like that of, of being, you know, quote unquote innocent, I'm sure I was <laughs> a mini scumbag at age nine. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, so like, you know, I, I, I remember, uh, you know, just, just, you know, as, 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 as a kid at, at, at a different church, you know, just, just remember back. So, so for me, I, I just, I just go to, for me, for me, the old go-to, but, um, it's, it's, uh, my, my pastor that, that, uh, that, that, that brought me on this journey. He actually, uh, he has he has a son Josiah who's two, and his wife was pregnant with uh, with twin boys uh, uh, coming, and so he actually moved to South Carolina to be closer to their to their families, and so uh, before he left, I mean, like because my pastor and I we we would meet uh, once a week, uh, we, we'd walk about a mile together every week at uh, you know a weekday for lunch or whatever, and uh, and so before he left. I was just like, uh, he's like, what are you thinking? And I'm just like, I'm thinking that this is going to suck without you at church because, you know, you were kind of the catalyst for all this. I'm like, what are, what are you thinking for me? Because you've been pretty good with your advice thus far. And he was like, well, if you repeat this, I'll deny it. <laughs> he goes, but uh, he goes, this is going to be a long process. He goes, I would imagine that they're mad at me because I'm, I'm leaving, but, but, you know, he goes, I felt that I've done all I can for this church for, for, for eight years. And, uh, so he was like, uh, he goes, I think that my replacement will be probably much older and that's probably not what you're looking for. Also, you know, you're probably looking at a year of interim pastors and, 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 the, uh, in, in, in the year uh, search, he was like, uh, there, "There's a church, West Main Baptist Church, right down the street. They 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 just got through going through all of this. They chose they chose a new pastor uh, a couple months ago. He's very comparable to me. <laughs> He's 30 <laughs> years old, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, all right, I, maybe I should give this guy a uh, give this guy a call. And so I, I checked out his service." He, he it, I, I walked in. I shook. I was just like, uh, I walked in, shook his hand, and go Johnny Fairplay, and then like you, you, you think that you know the devil incarnate had just walked because you know he was familiar with who I was, and he was just <laughs> like, you know, like, wow, <laughs> what is he doing here? <laughs> and and so we we had coffee and and, and did the walk the, the next week, and you know I explained where I was at, and he you know explained his deal, and and he was just like. He goes, so John told you not to tell him. I was like, yes. And he was just like, I love it. <laughs> so, and it, it was a good fit. So, you know, like what last year, my, 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 my old pastor, uh, John was, was at my house for the Super Bowl. This year, my new pastor drew was at my house for the Super Bowl. So, you know, and then, then this past Saturday, I'm at Ballad Brewing, uh, playing the, like everyone's just like, they're, they're like, you know, is it tough for you to, to do these live shows at, at breweries? I'm like, I'm at a brewery two, three times a week, three miles from my house, because they have five pinball machines down there. <laughs> and guess what? I look for any advantage possible. If you're sitting there four beers deep and your reflexes aren't what mine are, I win. <laughs> so I have no trouble. I mean, like, you know, it's just like, you know, is it difficult? I'm just like, I see people drunk and I see people say stupid stuff and I see people immensely less attractive than they were when they walked into that place. So no, I have no trouble not drinking. 
So I, I know how good looking I look and I know that I maintain that by not drinking. So, and I know how good I am at pinball and I know that I can maintain that by not drinking. So, you know, so that's not a problem, but yeah, so this, this past Saturday, I'm, I was with my pastor playing pinball at, you know, at a, at a local brewery. Cool. So yeah. would you say one of the main things for you in terms of having this change in your life is the community aspect that a church provides? Um, or mentorship from a pastor? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would probably say it's the collection of, of both of those things, mm-hmm. you know, if not more. I mean, like, you know, there, we, have, we have big brothers, big sisters here, and, and, you know, they do like a once a year build a playground thing. And, you know, so I'll volunteer for that. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've raised, you know, thousands of dollars for, for Give Kids the World Village through Hearts of Reality with, with Leslie Neese. I've, I've gone down, you know, like the, the beginning of my journey, uh, you know, through all this, it's, you know, I started, you know, going down to visit Leslie Neese from Survivor China, you know, at, at a fundraiser she was doing for, for Give Kids the World Village through Hearts of Reality at her, at her, uh, her local spin class, you know, thing. And so, uh. It's, uh, I mean, I, I think that I'm very fortunate to be in the position that I am and to have the ability to help others. Why not take advantage? Why be stingy with those gifts? You know, like I, 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 I did the other side. I enjoyed it. Once again, zero regrets. So I, I have many stories that are, that are, <laughs> that are amazing. <laughs> However, that's not what I want for my life right now. I have a 12-year-old daughter. I have a soon-to-be three-year-old daughter. And, you know, and I, I think that there's a different and better life that I can provide doing it this way. And, and you know, and, and I, I do need uh, God in my life to, to guide me along, along that, that, that journey. That's awesome, man. You mentioned Leslie. I was going to ask, have there been other, including Leslie, you can talk about her, have there been former Survivor contestants, people in the community who have also been helpful to you during this journey that you've been on? I don't know. I mean, like, you know, getting back to Thunder D, the the guy that did the dead grandmother lie with me, um, he doesn't believe in people uh, that believe in, in, in God. So, uh, you know, since I started my journey, uh, he won't be my friend. Hmm. Uh, you know, so that, that sucks. I mean, you know, we used to talk every day for, I don't know, nine years straight. And, you know, we don't talk anymore. So because he doesn't, he... He thinks that, you know, I'm being brainwashed and that the church is using me. And, and I've seen, like, I've been to the, you know, the, the, the churches that, that have cult-like feels. I get it. So that's not the ch- I go to a very simple, <laughs> plain church that it's one hour. You know, we, 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 we sing about four hymns. We, we, we hear two scriptures, we pray about six times, and we have, we have uh, the lesson by way of sermon. I don't, I don't feel I'm getting brainwashed. I'm pretty positive. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, we, 
we don't have the band. We don't have the iPads that, you know, like, you know, it's, 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 I don't know. I think it's a pretty simple, straightforward message and, and with, you know, with zero, uh, manipulation. So, but that, that's just what I want in my life. And, and that's, that's what I get. So, but you know, Thunder D has the perception of, you know, like, you know, get rid of your friends, blah, blah, blah. Like I know that what I never understood is, well, you know, once I started this journey, I never told Thunder D, Hey, you should go to church. Hey, you should do, I never said anything. I just said, I'm going. And when we talk, we don't have to talk about it. So I don't get it. But that, you know, that's where some people, you know, there, there's, there's people on both sides of the fence and they're, they're extremely, you know, firm in their beliefs on, 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 on both sides. So I get it. Yeah. I'm sure that's been difficult. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. I can't, you know, as I said, I, I, I think this whole thing kind of caught Thunder D by storm is just like, okay, you're running 10 miles. You're not drinking. You're going to church you're being brainwashed. You know, I, 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 I don't think he saw, you know, it's just like, no, these are just all conscious decisions just to be a better person. Just a few more questions I have for you. One is what do you talk about when you speak at churches? And my follow-up to that would be, what would you say to someone who was living who is currently living a lifestyle that you were living previously and would like to make some positive changes in their life, what would you encourage them to do? Um, as far as what I say during my testimonials, this, you, you just got it. I mean, that's <laughs> pretty much it. <laughs> so, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> I, I do finish with it with a with a with a pretty pretty awesome letter from my from my previous pastor that that I read. So, um, uh, as far as someone in my position, like in a, like you know, you, you you put the caveat at the end that they're looking to if if they're actually like I, if if someone is is was living the way I was living and is not looking for change, leave them be. I mean, it's not, it's not your decision how other people live their lives. So, so that's number one, you know, stay in your own lane. Uh, but if they are looking, I say, uh, you know, I don't tell anyone what to do. And I, and I, and I don't like, you know, I, I, I've had friends that are just like, Hey, you know, I see what's working for you and can you help me? And I'm like, Hmm. Kind of, sort of, I can, you know, I can tell you that, you know, are, are you, are you doing anything athletic? And they're like, no, like, well, I'd start with walking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try running 10 miles. I don't think it's going to work out for you. So try walking around your block, you know, so physical there, you know, uh, stop smoking, you know, like it's, you know, it's, it, it's not easy, but you know, don't do it. And that's, that's step one. You know, if you're drinking every night, maybe, you know, maybe drink every other night. Give that a shot. So, but as far as church, I, I'm a firm believer in, like, you know, like, uh, it's like when you, when you, when you, uh, when you go to Foot Locker to, to get a pair of tennis shoes, try on several pairs. So, I mean, like, some people, they like the, the band and they like the iPads and they like the, 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 the video screens on the wall, 
that's not what I'm looking. I don't need like you know, if 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 you gotta if you gotta put all that all that dressing and stuff on 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 your steak, maybe you don't like steak. So for me, you know, just give me give me a piece of bologna and and, and you know and, and be honest with what it is. I love bologna. I think it's great. Fried <laughs> up, you know, it's, it tastes wonderful. So, but uh, just you know, make sure that 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 what you're find find what you're looking for, and and you know, don't try don't try one church. Don't try to you know. I live in the, there. There's more churches per capital per capita than in, than any other city in the nation in Danville, Virginia. Like we have like 200 churches, and we're a very small. I mean, very very small place. So you know, try four or five churches, you know, and and, and see what see what fits. And if and if it doesn't fit. You know, try four or five more. If that does, try try a few different options, and you know, whatever works, works. So, but yeah, don't don't you know, don't base it on one. It's just like I went to church, I hated it. You know, they're 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 very different. I promise. So, Johnny, you mentioned a little bit in terms of your approach when it comes to talking to people who might be wanting to make a lifestyle change, and you let them approach you in terms of when you were living differently. If Christians talk to you, did they get you? Did people talk to you in an aggressive way to turn you off? And it made you, it was easier when you were able to pursue it on your own a little more? Yeah, absolutely. So, as I said, I, I, did, I just put the information out there. I don't, I, I don't push you and say, here's the information. So, you know, if you follow me on social media, I'm probably going to post a picture from Sunday of me and my daughters at church. You know, and it's just like, hey, it was a great service. It's one hour. You know, if you want to try it, I'll be there next Sunday. Super easy. That's it. So, but, you know, I don't do the, oh, man, you you really need to hear this story. About, and no, like, I, as I said, for, for someone like me, like, it's just like, you know, thanks, but I got Netflix. I'm good. Thanks, bro. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's just me. So you know, like is it like Leslie Leslie Niece? You know, she. I don't feel she was pushy or aggressive. You know, she was just like, hey, you know, despite what you might think, I used to have fun too. <laughs> I still have fun, and you know, God has made my life better. And I'm like, cool. So and and that I didn't feel that was aggressive. I didn't feel that was pushy. I'm just like, hey, you know what? Leslie's a pretty cool chick, you know. If 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 God has changed her life and made her this much happier, there might be something to it. And that's it. That's really cool, man. So, if you have any other th- thoughts you wanted to share, just about your faith and your lifestyle changes, I'd love to hear them. Um, otherwise, I have a couple more questions for you before we go. Go ahead. All right. So we'll go back into survivor and reality tv here if you were to play again this is another question i got from the listeners how would you how would you play uh i don't know i guess we'll have to watch and see (laughs) all right there we go uh what do you think of winners at war so far um i think it's good i think it's the best u.s season uh, since David versus Goliath thus far. so But I think Australian All-Stars is better than that. I, mean, I haven't you, checked out the Australian version yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching 
and their gameplay, uh, physicality wise is, is times a hundred and actually strategy wise, I'm seeing the greatest players to ever play the game. And I think they blow us out of the water. So, wow. Yeah. All right. People are gonna have to check that out. The, the other thing I was wondering was, do you, um, and you've been in the reality TV circles for such a long time. You ever get contacted to go on the challenge on MTV? No, that's not, that's, that's not my wheelhouse. So that's, that's so physical. I'm that, I'm not that guy. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm 145 pounds right now. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's not, that's not my game. So yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I would expect a legend season sooner than later, a hero's villains two sooner than later in the top 15 shows on cable or on, on network television. Survivor is by far the, the cheapest to make. They're not getting rid of it anytime soon. You know, it's not going anywhere. So I, I expect, you know, I expect it to hit, you know, we just had, we were on season 40. I expect it to hit 50, you know, why not? And, and, you know, and that's, that's five years away. So I think 50 will be something big, but at this point, I think they're doing every other season. They're, they're bringing back people. You know, is the next one going to be second chance? Maybe. Hopefully not. You know, hopefully it's a theme that 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 includes me. So, but as as far as you know, am I on am I on the bad list? Am I on the good list? You know, I uh, I don't think I'm on the bad list. I think you being in that Survivor at Forty promo at the beginning, I think that was a good sign. Yeah, I mean, they they wouldn't show me if I was on the bad list. They wouldn't have given yeah. me. I, once again, one minute and seven seconds more than anyone else got do you watch any of these other shows like the challenge on mtv my girlfriend's big into the challenge uh i used to i dated tanya from the real world katie from road rules so uh like trishelle from from real world so you know i'm friends with uh um people that have been on it i was actually going to watch this past season and i'd like what did I watch instead? I, I think I watched The Bachelorette instead. I had never seen that. And, uh, <laughs> ooh, that, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll see. I mean, but there, there, there appears to be so much drama uh, behind the scenes or going into the season. Like, it doesn't really feel like you can just jump right in and, and know everything going on. You know, like, 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 you know, I, I, I know, and I'm friends with, um, uh, Car Maria. Oh, and, and, uh, you know, apparently, you know, if you like Car Maria, you can't like Johnny Bananas. Well, I thought I was friends with Johnny Bananas. So I don't, <laughs> 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 there, there, there's just, there's just this division and hate and, and, you know, and, and, you know, so much. So I don't I don't know if I have if I have the time to invite all that into my life. As I said, I I I just added Australian Survivor All Stars to my plate. That's on three times a week. They're ninety minute episodes. So I I, I think I think my plate is full. I mean I, I'm doing live Survivor shows around the country. March fourth, I'm going to be in Durham, North Carolina, Dirty Bull Brewing. I have uh, Elaine uh, from from 
last season, the Busty Can of Biscuits. I have Zane Knight, uh, Jane Bright. I have Molly from Island of the Idols. I have Dr. Allison from David versus Goliath. I have Jeremiah from Survivor Kagayan. Uh, who else? I feel like there's one more. Oh, Church Boy Keith from uh, Edge of Extinction. So that that's happening March 4th in Durham, North Carolina, Dirty Bowl Brewing. Tickets available at SurvivorTix.com. That's SurvivorTix.com. And then March 11th, for my birthday, I'll be in Long Branch, New Jersey at the Wine Loft, and I will be joined by Michelle Fitzgerald, who is currently playing Survivor Winners at War. And as of right now, surprise castaways, uh, one, two, three... Three additional winners will be joining me at the March wow. 11th show. So, and uh, so four winners on hand watching Survivor with Johnny Fairplay, followed by the live podcast. And that's March 11th in Long Branch, New Jersey. Tickets also available at SurvivorTix.com. That's SurvivorTix.com. And uh, links for everything, including my t shirts, which, you know, as we mentioned earlier, Every T-shirt purchase, you get a phone call from me thanking you for for your purchase. It's uh, the best, cheapest way to support the podcast. Well, actually, I take it back. Patreon's the best and cheapest. It's ten bucks. So, but the second best and cheapest, get a T-shirt, and uh, that's at johnnyfairplay.com. But links to everything, tickets, podcast, YouTube, everything is at survivornsfw.com. That's survivor not safe for work. Survivornsfw.com. Go there. Try the Patreon, be a part of our weekly Q&A. You get to be a part of the secret Facebook group, which, uh, as I said, our favorite podcast each and every week. Last night, we went about 80 minutes, and I tell insane stories, I assure you, very insane <laughs> stories, things I should not say in public. And, uh, and that's every week on the Patreon side of things, 10 bucks, And, um, and then, um, you know, come see me at a live show. I believe we're going to be adding... Pittsburgh coming up. It's going to be a live show also this season and maybe um, Los Angeles. So uh, last week was Cincinnati. So it's, it's, it's nonstop for Johnny Fairplay. And, and, and then, you know, I just added, I'm doing a, a half marathon in April in, in the Outer Banks. <laughs> wow. Well, you got a good uh, schedule there. Sounds like you'll have a fun spring. I'm glad you got the plug in there. Is there anything else you want to say or add uh, or promote while you're here? Social media? No, I'm at Johnny Fairplay on everything. Uh, no H and Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, F-A-I-R-P-L-A-Y. So that's it. So, you know, for for some people that listen to this, you know, you might be like, wow, you know, I never knew this about Johnny. Others, you might be like, wow, what an arrogant, horrible person. So that's cool. I mean, like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not here to woo you. I'm not here to change your mind. So I'm just here to be honest and, you know, say how I feel and, and what works in my life. So, and, 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 you know, live, live your life. And, you know, if you want to make the best you possible, you know, give it a shot. If you don't, don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm easy, brother. <laughs> As Christians, we're not, it's not about winning man's approval. Yeah. So, so, there you go. There you go. Johnny, thank you so much for joining me today. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. So, you, you, never, you never know what you're going to get with Johnny Fairplay. <laughs> <laughs> Great job today by Johnny Fairplay.
what a treat it was to have him on the podcast today. If you like what you heard on the podcast, go ahead and check out some of the other episodes that we have uploaded. I'm sure there are plenty of new listeners today. Last week, Aaron Levitt and I previewed the Survivor Winners at War Season 40. We previewed the season, made our winner picks, talked about what 20 years of Survivor means in the grand scheme of all these things in reality TV. You're going to want to check that one out. I'm also going to have a former Survivor contestant joining me later this season. It's a mystery for now, but I will reveal once we have a date locked in for the interview, but it's going to be a good one. I've interviewed Leslie Nice in the past, one of Johnny's friends who he talked about today. So plenty of great content uh, in this podcast feed and plenty more to come. I will be talking baseball and college basketball later this week. It's hard to believe we're so close to March Madness and to Major League Baseball season starting up. We're going to have a lot of content coming out in March So right now is just the calm before the storm. If you like what you heard on the podcast and you'd like to hear more, subscribe to The Jack Vita Show on iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. Hit subscribe, hit follow. It means a lot for the podcast. Leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. That will do us a lot of good in getting this podcast out to more people, expanding the audience. And I greatly appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jack Vita Show. That's the name of this podcast. Very easy to find me. I love interacting. I love hearing your thoughts on the podcast. What do you guys think about the dead grandma lie and the story behind all of it? What do you think about Johnny and the lifestyle changes that he's made? Tweet at me. Tweet at him. Follow him. Follow me. I look forward to hearing what you all have to say. As I mentioned, there will be plenty coming up on the podcast, college basketball and baseball, later this week. Until next time, I'm Jack Vita. Bring in the dancing lobsters.